Hey guys, you're listening to Sound Scrub, a place where I get to dissect the writing, production, and recording process of a song with the artist and producer. I am your host, Lisa Denae. Hey guys, this is Ava Kate um, here live with Lisa. Uh, my new single is Wild Again, which I'm excited for you guys to hear. All right, in today's episode of Sound Scrub, we are going to be talking about Wild Again by Ava K. I want to start with the lyrics of this song. What is this song about and what inspired you to write it? Uh, the song is about many things. Uh, it's about having moments that come into your life that are really precious mm. and about holding on to them while you have them. And it's about the feeling of joy and that rush of something so great that is happening in your life, uh, you knowing it won't last. Mm. Yeah. Was there a particular thing that happened to you, um, an event where you really wanted to, that inspired this lyric? Um, You know what? I sometimes feel like there are songs that I write that are so romantic in the way that they come about. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, this could be equally looked as romantic, but um, I was writing the song actually for another artist. Oh. And so the co-writer on this, um, her name is, her artist name is Stella. And she basically, you know, she wanted to write about something about the summer and something fun. And so we started to like look at YouTube videos and we wrote in the summer, it was like a sunny day. And we just started to think about those summers that are so amazing that don't repeat again. Like, I don't know if you have one of those summers that was just so magical for like mm-hmm. just so many reasons. You either fell in love or like you had a great vacation or something just unique about that summer. So that's how it came about uh, in terms of the lyrical content. So the song actually, I didn't write it for myself and it wasn't, the intention wasn't for me to release it actually. So what made because Stella wrote this with you. So what made you guys kind of decide that, you know, you could take reins on this and be the artist for it? Um, You know, it's one of those things where the song just didn't land for her and with her production team. And, um, you know, we started to get opportunities with it, you know, being on hold for different TV shows and different Mm -hmm. artists. So it was one of these songs that had so much love for it but it wasn't quite landing. So we kept waiting for someone to do something with it only because there was so much interest and then just didn't happen. So I, you know, I've always loved the song from the day we wrote it. Mm. So I think as time was going on and I knew I wanted to do my own artist project, I started to look at the song and I kept saying, you know, if it doesn't land in these other spots, I'm going to jump on it. So I, you know, I called Stella and asked her and she was more than happy to, you know, for me to do that. Well, I'm really, I, I'm like kind of interested. I don't know if she like made a demo vocal, but I'd be interested oh. to AB those. Um, oh, but I, <laughs> is it like really different compared to your vocal? Cause your vocal is so beautiful and ethereal. So I'm just curious to know, uh, yeah, like what the demo sounded like. You know what, uh, when her and I wrote it, we wrote it in my studio and we did a live off the floor piano vocal. So it's actually Ooh. very haunting. It's like, it's similar to my production in the sense that it's very simplistic in its, and it's organic, you know, mm-hmm. it's not a highly produced, um, you know, pop tune, but 
when she took it to her production team, it is like a bop. It is like beats and like, it's a, it's actually an awesome, awesome production. And, um, yeah, that's the version that like people loved really for her and that, um, but it just, it just never landed. And then I ended up taking it to another producer that I work with a lot and he put his own vision on it. So I have three other versions of the song. Wow. (laughs) Wait, what does that one sound like? It's a little bit more R&B, you know, it's got the strings, but it's a little bit more pop urban kind of, you know, vibe, which, you know, the reason why I landed on the production I landed on is because I wanted to make something that felt like who I was Mm -hmm. versus, you know, what maybe might be more considered popular. Right. You know, so I, and I knew for me, the kinds of songs I write are often very introspective and moody and, you know, they're about like personal, like, you know, experiences and stuff like that. So I kind of have always, I have had some placements here and there with those types of music where it's more straight ahead pop, Mm -hmm. but I knew for me, it needed to be more in the lane in which I produced it in the current release. Was it kind of hard for you? Was actually, before I ask this question, your production, is that the last production of this song? Yes. Okay. So was it really hard for you to kind of navigate and find the sound? that you wanted for yourself? Mm, I think the hard part was the, like figuring out what to do with the song. It had these other iterations. So I think for me, it was more like, okay, I love the song. What am I going to do with it? Am I going to release it in that version? Am I going to ask that producer if, you know, he's okay if, you know, we use that version. And I, I just, I think that was the harder part, if that makes sense. Because mm-hmm. I had to let go of those possibilities right. in order for me to head in the direction that I essentially landed. So I think it was more difficult to let go of those iterations of the production. Mm-hmm. So when I started my production, it, it just flowed quite easily, actually. Like, it just came to me. So, yeah. Nice. Well, you said that you guys originally did like a piano vocal. So the piano that's in your production, is that from the original writing session? Um, it's not from the original writing session, but it is the same piano. Okay. Because uh, it's the piano I, I mic up in my studio. So I, I just, um, yeah, I just, so it's the same tone in, in, in that yeah. sense. Yeah. I love that piano melody um, that really comes out. I believe it's in the second verse. Um, and then we hear it throughout the rest of the song. Uh, really love the strings. Is it just violin that you added in there? Thank you so much. Um, it's um, violin and cello. Okay. And obviously a small like quartet arrangement that I, um, so I had a live cellist. Oh, and yes. the rest I mixed in with um, soft uh, synths. So a couple of, you know, other solo instruments and just did a blend essentially. Yeah, and I also love um, your vocals. In the second verse, you have those like background vocals coming in and out, those harmonies that you layered on top of the melody. Um, just really, I don't know, just really beautiful. I, I I really enjoyed it. And yeah, I'm so curious to know what the other ones sound like. I'm trying to like imagine that in my head. But I love like that 
that haunting, yeah, ethereal sound that you created um, with yeah, yours. I, I, I really, I thought about bringing, pulling them up to have them ready for this, just in case you were curious, but I, I just... I just didn't have a chance to really go digging through some emails right now. So I just, I, um, yeah, maybe, maybe I could share it with you uh, separately. Yeah. On a link or I'd, yeah. I'd love to, I love to like a B those. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised. Like, I feel like that's a common thing that happens. Like, I don't know, maybe, maybe it's not that common, but yeah, I have, I know a lot of people have different iterations cause you know, sometimes a song can come to you so easily. Like yeah. it, falls from the sky and it's in your lap but getting the sound right is like I find it can be really challenging to really nail um you know the sentiment and the the feel of the production yeah well even lyrically you know when you're talking about where you guys were inspired where the inspiration comes from I mean like a summer like I would have never even guessed that um with the tone of the production so um, I just think it makes it it makes it more universal, really, um, and still like a really relatable lyric, too. Right. That's good to hear. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to know what your favorite lyric line is in the song. Yeah, I think it's the hook, the main line. Uh, these days we've been running wild again. Mm-hmm. No no uh, time to catch my breath. It's gone again. It, it kind of symbolizes this, like, I, I, I see people running, mm. you know, in this like beautiful field and they're like, just so happy. Mm-hmm. There's this rush, this feeling. Um, oh, yeah, I can see that. Maybe even like in slow-mo or something. I could see yeah. that. <laughs> do you have a favorite, yeah, um, sure. uh, do you have a favorite production element? Yeah. You know, the song was quite simple, like in terms of the production, there isn't much like there's pianos, there's, there's strings, there's pads and drums, like every song would have, but like, it's really minimalistic. Mm-hmm. So I kind of feel like each element does its own thing, like uniquely mm-hmm. um, in a sense. So I, I like all the elements because um, they're, like I said, I feel like they're independent of each other and kind of doing their own thing. Um I do like the string arrangement, you know, it helps really lift um, and add that emotion that I was looking for. Did you end up uh, tracking this one by yourself? Yeah, uh, the vocals? Uh, Well, actually just your full production uh, for, oh, wow. Well, sorry, I I should take that back. I I produced it to a certain level and um, I, I... basically called up a friend of mine who's like an amazing amazing producer uh ryan stewart who's worked for like uh, with like carly ray jepson and um some other like big canadian acts and he basically helped fill in the bottom end for me Mm, so this was definitely not a solo production in in the sense like to get it to the finish line um uh, you know the one thing that i'm trying to do is you know be more of a producer be more at the helm of it but Mm -hmm. At the same time, collaborating only elevates projects in my experience. So I just thought, you know what, I'm going to stop here, you know. Right, right, I had right. everything done, essentially. And he basically took it just to fill out the bottom end and just, you know, give it a richer mix. So I just a shout out to Ryan uh, Stewart for helping me with the track. Yes, I, I've, yeah, I really, really loved this. And just even your vocal performance, too. I want to commend you on that as well. Um, 
something that I've definitely been paying attention to lately is just I could hear you bringing in that emotion from the lyric. Um, so I really enjoyed your uh, dynamics with that. Thank you so much. Do you find it difficult tracking your vocals by yourself? They're not difficult, but I definitely feel like with my vocal, especially because I'm not uh, like a uh, singing singer in the sense like I don't really like my range is a little more limited in the sense that and like I'm not like like a super, super powerful vocalist. So um, for me, I find I have to like catch a wave in terms of like or my vocalist sitting and if I can really vibe to it. So like. I think I recorded these vocals numerous times before I landed on one that I really felt like captured what I was trying to go for Mm -hmm. in the previous iteration uh, production. The one I was telling you, that's a little bit more a pop um, that I, the production before this one, like my vocal is totally different and it's just not sitting in a zone that feels comfortable for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it, it's not necessarily hard, but it, it is, you do have to almost like capitalize on a moment that your vocal is just doing what it should do for that song. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know if that uh, resonates, but I, I, um, I just know for me, it's, it's, yeah, I have to just kind of catch a wave. Yeah, for sure. Um, well, I do also want to talk briefly about your intro and the way you end the song, because that's something that, um, you know, is really important these days is to capture um, the attention of a listener within really like probably three seconds now. But mm-hmm. when it came to, you know, figuring out, you know, because you, you start the song right away. Um, was that hard for you to figure out how to start the song? Like, did you have an introduction at first and then ended up switching? No, um, you know, in my version of it, mm-hmm. um, I never contemplated doing an intro. Um, I just, you know, I just didn't do that. But I, now that I'm thinking about my entire, like, music project, I think a lot of the songs just start. <laughs> Just start. Um, <laughs> I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, maybe this is just a style. I don't know. Um, I know the other iterations, again, they had intros, like a, you know, a couple bars kind of thing just to set oh, up wow. the song. Yeah. Um, but now you got me thinking, maybe I got to do an intro on some of these. Oh, <laughs> no, no, no. No, I was just wondering, because sometimes it's hard, you know, like, um, sometimes it's just hard with intros. You're just like, okay, like, do I start the song right away? Like, do I start singing or do I place something here? And then what do I place here to where I can still catch the listener's attention? So I just didn't know if, you know, you were kind of like going back and forth on that decision. No. And it's a really good point because, you know, songs, you know, there are some very popular songs that are only a minute and a half now. Like yeah. <laughs> people are not even like getting to the, you know, the minute line, even on a, like a popular song. So I just kind of, I do as a pop writer, definitely like to cut the fat when it comes to the songwriting. And I, mm. I, I get that chorus really quickly. Like I've always learned that um, mm. you know, for many years of writing that, uh, you know, yeah, get to the hook sooner yeah. than later. Yeah. Right. Um, and then also with the ending as well, I really loved it, um, was that 
you know, was that kind of like a hard decision? I, I loved how the, it just hit like the strings just tail off. Um, so I didn't know if that was something that took a while too, and you didn't know how to close it. You know, I, I envisioned doing this song, um, in, in the sense that I, I wanted it to be emotive and I wanted it to be something that you can visualize like motion picture to it. So that like, you know, when it's going up and down, you're, you're kind of visualizing um, the things I was telling you, you know, like those rushes, waves, you know, having an amazing time, like these kind of like amazing moments in life. So I ended it specifically like that because like the message of the song being that these are fleeting moments and they don't last forever. I, I wanted that ending to resonate in a, in a way that was like exactly like the sentiment of the song that like it's come to an end and how bittersweet it was, you know, how grateful I am to have had the experience of having this amazing moment in my life. So I feel like by making those strings really delicate there, it, mm-hmm. I don't know why it feels like that to me. Um, yeah. Well, I do want to let you know that it feels like that to me as well. Okay. So I just wanted to hear that coming from your mouth. <laughs> um, totally got that message. Um, so yeah, just Thank you. very, very job. Well done. Thank you um, so much. Do you have any other cool, interesting, fun facts about the writing, the production or the recording process of the song that you'd like to share? Well, it, it, th- this version of it <laughs> and, <laughs> and my project is definitely a COVID baby. Like it, mm-hmm. it, it I've been wanting to do a, a independent project for a long time, but I simply just didn't have the, um, the time and space to do it. So, mm-hmm. you know, I imagine there's gonna be a lot of, you know, new material coming out for a lot of artists. Cause we were all, you know, in the same boat, uh, you know, so it's a COVID baby. Yes. <laughs> and, um, what else is interesting? Yeah, I, the production I did with Ryan Stewart was online and, you know, social distance. Yep. Um, he's out in Vancouver and I'm in Toronto. So, you know, it was quite, uh, we had to do some scheduling there. And um, I don't know. Yeah, I think that's it. Awesome. Well, can you tell everyone where they can download and stream Wild Again and where they can follow you on social media? Yeah, for sure. Um, uh, Wild Again is out now on all streaming platforms, Spotify, Apple Music. And my, my video actually is out on YouTube, um, something that I um, uh, just released last week. So um, I, I don't know what my handles are off the top of my head, but if you search Ava K, A-V-A-K-A-Y music, uh, all those uh, links should show up. Yes. Awesome. Thank you so much, Ava, for coming on my show. Really loved learning about this song and I can't wait to hear more from you. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. And I I love the opportunity to talk about how music is made. So thank you for that. My mind shakes when you're here with me, when you're close to me. My heart breaks when you run away, when you're far away. And you you do to me You bring out a side of me That sets me free And these days we've been running wild again 
can listen to the full song on your favorite music platforms. Make sure to follow me, your host, Lisa Denae, on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, YouTube, Pinterest, and Twitter at Lisa Denae Music. If you're enjoying the show and would like to support SoundScrub, please visit lisadenae.com forward slash SoundScrub for more details. Thank you for listening. 